Hi, my name's Tara Humphrey and welcome to the Business of Healthcare podcast, where I will be sharing interviews, insights, project management, leadership trainings and lessons learned from the field of healthcare to improve the delivery of your projects and business performance. Welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. Today's episode is episode 26. And in this episode, I am going to be talking to clinical leads who are responsible for heading up a project, a service, or a network. And if you are in a management position supporting a clinical lead, also listen up to. And the aim of this episode is to give some clarity to the role of the clinical lead heading up the project, the service or the network, because I know so many of you put your hands up to take on these positions. If there is even a job description, it's quite woolly at best. And I have so many conversations with people who are just not sure what they're supposed to be doing and what and how best to utilize the support around them. The first thing I want to emphasize is that as the clinical lead, you are not solely responsible by yourself. Okay, you are not the network, you are not the project, you are not the service. There are other people involved or there should be other people involved supporting you. Your expertise and experience and clinical knowledge is to make sure the project, the service, the network is fit for purpose, it is clinically safe, you have some quality metrics, you're there to help design and facilitate the discussions around what are we here to achieve and keep people on task. You are the figurehead saying, I think this is a really good idea, you've done the groundwork and now you're assembling your team to help deliver this, okay? You do not do it by yourself. And I think in the early days, you're, I call it like project PR. You're like out on the campaign trail. You're going to lots of meetings. Your role is to be very, very visible, to be inspiring, um, to be driven, to be consultative, to be a good listener. And you are in a position to be able to spot talent and say, I think, you know, you've got what I need. You're very well connected. You've got X, Y and Z skills. Please, can you help me. And because you are so visible and inspiring and driven, and you've got a bit of a vision and a plan that will attract people to you. You need to spot that talent and nab them while you can. Okay. And I think the difficult, one difficult part of the role is to manage those negative voices and listen to people that may not be, maybe, maybe not on board and try to win them around or listen to their concerns and make sure that you've taken those risks and issues into consideration. So you need to balance those views, build those relationships, know who you need to start engaging with early and know who potentially, you know, you work with the willing and then you slowly bring on the rest. So that's your role. It's a big role, but that's your role. So to recap, in that role, you are having conversations, you are listening, you're being uh, facilitative, you are having consultations with people, you are building and refining the plan with other people, not just by yourself. You may have a very clear direction in where you want to go, and that's why you've been appointed to that decision. But you do need to have people around you on board to make sure you've got a 360 view on what you want to happen and what is possible and what barriers are potentially um, you need to be aware of. The second thing I wanted to talk to you about was kind of like the day-to-day management of your network, your service or your project. 
So as a clinical lead, I believe that you need to have an excellent understanding of the day-to-day deliverables, the risks and issues and the progress being made holding people accountable. However, and this is a big however, I don't think that as a clinical lead, you need to manage the day-to-day operations of the network. I think some people call them integrators. They might be a project manager. They may be an operations manager. They might be it might be they're in a management position. That is their role to manage the day-to-day operations. Their job is to make your life easier and to reduce the time spent on doing non-activities um, which you don't necessarily have to be involved in. Maybe that's a luxury but I think I don't think the clinical lead needs to be managing the day-to-day operations of the initiative. And if you're wondering what these activities look like, it, they cover administration and storing information, communicating with other stakeholders, maybe attending meetings, um, sorting out the IT, documenting the goals and the key milestones, uh, writing project reports, booking meetings, monitoring key performance indicators, making sure everybody is aware of the payment schedule, talking to the finance lead, IT leads, practice manager leads, creating communications and engagement activities and marketing this initiative. They're helping to make sure the governance is in the governance is in place. Um, There may be some HR requirements. The nuts and bolts of that activity, I do not believe, is the best use of the clinical leads time. You need to have an awareness. You need to know what's going on, but you don't need to do it. You need a superstar manager, integrator, lead by your side every step of the way to say, this is the stuff that needs to be done. And by the way, I've done it. At the time of recording this, I'm currently the network lead in a PCN and they've got some network related services already being rolled out. Um, There are key performance indicators and there are reports to be written. And I'm saying to the clinical lead, "I, I, I can do that. Sit down, let's discuss it. But I don't, you don't need to do that. That's what I'm here for. I've also been part of other discussions where they're rolling out quite significant projects And they do have a project. I'm facilitating those discussions and I'm looking at the project manager like, you know, write this down. This is part of your project plan. You need to be planning out when you're going to talk to X, Y and Z. And that project manager is looking around the room. The the project manager, the network lead, the manager needs to be stepping up and saying, I can do that. I can do that. You do this. You manage the relationships. You set the vision. Help me with any clinical things. But let me do the management and administration. There is one thing as a clinical lead that you will need to do and that you will need to go to some meetings. You don't need to go to every one. You need to put boundaries around your time. But there are some meetings you do need to go to. The other ones you might say, look, we do not have to have a presence here at all. And other ones you can say, you know, my manager, my integrator can go along on my behalf because I trust that person and they've got the skills to deliver the message and relay any messages. And in the early days, one of your roles as the clinical lead is to help set the foundations for the network and future work. But your operational lead is embedding that and making it happen. Okay, you are visionary, strategic. You've got the thoughts, the ideas. You've got the clinical knowledge. You've got the expertise um, around the context. But I believe the best projects, network services work Um, are the most effective when you have got an operational mind, body, soul supporting you, okay?
So the third thing I wanted to share with you around what your role is as a clinical lead, um, and that is really around knowing yourself and being brave with all the leadership roles you have been involved in and all the training that you have done. And I know that you have done significant amounts of training. You know your strengths and your weaknesses. You need to focus on your strengths and get support in your weaknesses. You do not have to be all singing, all dancing, all everything. There just is not enough hours in the day and it's not the best use of your time. You need to protect your time and energy to do the things only you can do. If there are areas where you think, actually, I wish I was a better at X, I wish I knew more about that, you know, of course, Go seek that expertise out and learn. And there's so much out there for you to do formally and informally. But your role is to be the best that you can be. And that being brave part is accepting help. Definitely. There are people around you that would love to help you. They do need to know what they can do. You need to be clear. You do need to provide clarity to others. And when you generally don't know is to be honest and say, I'm not quite sure, but let's do this together. I was thinking about X, Y and Z. Your role is to start the conversation if people aren't around you talking and sharing. But if you need help, you need to be very specific. You need to be as specific as you can be. And if you know you need help, but you're really not sure of what that help looks like, call me free of charge. We'll set up a one hour call and we can go through what you're working on and I'll be able to draw out what I think you're going to need to make your life easier. Some of the stuff you might be able to do if you don't have any sort of management support around you, we can be productive, we can be more productive, we can be more creative around helping you manage your day so you do not feel overwhelmed and stressed. And lastly, your role is to try to stay that one step ahead The NHS loves a document, reading that, listening to podcasts, reading blogs, making the time to, definitely making the time to think and reflect. That is your job, is to find some time. It's so important. Investing in an hour of reflection time will save you hours going forward, okay? So your role is to stay one step ahead and you do that by creating some time in your diary and we can do that together so you have got the time to think. When you're, I find when I'm most relaxed, that's where the ideas come. I need to not be doing anything sometimes for that spark of inspiration to come. So schedule that time in and it will pay dividends going forward, I promise. So I hope you found that useful. That is my take on the role of the network lead. You are there to provide strategic and clinical leadership. You do, I don't want to see the clinical leads organising meetings and creating reports. You don't, you don't need to be doing that. You can find support. Let me help you find support to get that stuff done. Let me take that off your plate. That's my rant over. <laughs> Um, I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you got some clarity from it. Those of you that have got a network manager, work with your network manager. Your network managers are there to help save you time, maximize your resources, reduce your stress, work out the goals, put a plan in place and help you deliver. You are there to provide that strategic thought leadership and clinical expertise to make sure you are moving in the right direction. So if you do need some help, email me at admin at thcprimarycare.co.uk and we can set up a call or go and visit www.thcprimarycare.co.uk.
thcprimarycare.co.uk and please tune into the next episode of the business of healthcare thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and we hope that you enjoyed it If you did enjoy it, we would love it if you left us an iTunes review or if you comment, like and share it on our social media channels. You can find us on Twitter at THC Primary Care and on LinkedIn, just look for Tara Humphrey. So the Business of Healthcare podcast is being brought to you by THC Primary Care. We are a project management company specialising in the development of primary care networks, GP federations and training hubs. If you need support or you are looking for advice on how to progress one of your initiatives, please drop us an email so I can arrange a call with you so we can discuss this further. Our email is admin at thcprimarycare.co.uk. We've been helping primary care networks with their development plans, helping them to make the most of their network meetings, sharing training resources. We've had questions like what do we include in a project plan? We have implemented network-based contracts across GP federations. We also support the day-to-day operational management of training hubs and have also got experience in setting them up from scratch. If we can't help you, we definitely know some people who will be able to help you, so please do get in touch. And that's just to remind you, our email address is admin at thc primarycare.co.uk or come and find us on www.thcprimarycare.co.uk. And in the meantime, please tune in to the next episode of the Business of Healthcare podcast. <laughs> <laughs>